from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching with your daily devotion for March the 25th. Hope you're having a great day. Look at that thing fly. Look at that thing. Oh my goodness. Friends, Did you, you realize that, that that's a biblical principle? Meaning this, you throw it away. Meaning this, you're trusting God with you. You open your hands. You give it to God. And if it comes back, you know it is from no, God. Yeah, so today we're going to be in the Psalms, chapter 32. And we're looking at verse <laughs> hey, 8. Psalm. Okay. I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Meaning this, God's eye is always upon his Friends, I take children. such rest in that. When you think about it, God's eye is upon you as a child of the living God. Meaning this, if you've given your life to him, his eye is upon you. So much so that he says this, I'm going to instruct you. Meaning this, he's going to give you advice, give you direction. The Bible says if we ask for wisdom, he will give that wisdom. But not only does he instruct us, okay, he's teaching us to hear his still Friends, yesterday voice. I was telling a story about me and my family camping. And friends, again, I love to camp. Just absolutely love to camp. Love to barbecue. Love all the fun of it, okay? Swimming, hiking, all the goodies, all the ice cream all the steaks, all the junk food you can eat, the s'mores, late nights, early mornings, love it all, okay? And there, a guy pulls up next to me, okay? Shows up in this RV, state of the art, as much as, here's the thing, money was not an issue with this guy. And we end up getting into a conversation. He's a chaplain, okay? Remember, I need you to watch yesterday's if you haven't, okay? And we talk, and he tells me about the chaplaincy and all that he's doing, and you know what I'm saying? I'm just listening to it. And then, you know, we exchange email addresses, and here's the thing, it was a good time, you know? Um, I didn't talk talk to him the whole time and hang out with him the whole time. You know, I, I, I'm camping so I can be with my family. But here's the thing. When I finally left the campground and I end up back home, a couple days later, I get an email from this guy, okay? And um, again, he's in the ministry and I'm in the ministry. And he says, hey, Matt, I really enjoyed your family, enjoyed your, you know what I'm saying, that just the campfires and all the things that we got to experience together. I want to invite you, watch this very carefully. I want to invite you to go to Wilderness of the Smokies. Well, friends, that's in Gatlinburg, okay? Right outside of Gatlinburg. And what it is, it is this humongous water park, okay? And it costs, watch this very carefully, you're looking at two to three hundred dollars a night to stay there. He, he wants to fund the whole thing, you know, and he says, watch this very carefully, he says, uh, I'm going to cover everything. You just need to get there. And it's not that far at the time, you know what I'm saying? It was a couple, two, three hours. And I thought to myself, I emailed him back, did I pray? Absolutely not. I've been wanting to go to this place. Hey, listen, I've been wanting to go to this place for years, you know. But here's the thing. It's going to cost my, me and my family $1,500 to do what I want to do, you know. And here's a guy. He's going to stroke out the check, pull out the credit card, have a, a, a wad of hundreds in his pocket. He's doing real well. I don't think twice. You know, I already know it's God's will or I'd have never got the email. So I, I email. I, I'm typing as fast as I can. Absolutely, yes. Where do I meet you? Where do I call? Where do I confirm? Hey, and here's the thing. And I send the email. Enter, send. Boom. Okay? So I'm I'm ready to go. Here's the thing. I, and at the time, that's 50 pounds heavier. I'm, I'm going, the next day, I've already planned to go find a, a swimsuit where, I, you know, you can try to hide 50 pounds. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little less weight now. But here's the thing. I don't have a piece about it. I tell my wife, and at, at first, we're just like doing the happy dance, you know, we're high-fiving, we're like, yes, can you believe it? You know what I'm saying? We're poor. Hey, look at, look at, at the time, friends, here's the thing. I'm as poor as poor can be, you know what I'm saying? I am broke, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm working for a church that pays uh, a little more than goose egg, okay? And so this is just something I thought, oh, thank you, Jesus, okay? But listen, again, I don't have peace. I mean, I, I was like, why in the world don't I have peace? Because peace in my life is a gauge, whether I'm in God's will or outside of God's will. Listen very carefully. 
And so I decide, well, you know what? We might want to pray about this, honey. So Tracy and I get on our knees, okay? Why do we get on our knees? Do we have to? No, I want to honor God, okay? And so I'm like, Lord, <laughs> I know this is your will. Trying to talk him into it. You all may know what I'm talking about. Lord, I know this is your will. <laughs> I really want to go. No. He said no. And I was like, what? I, Lord, Lord, it's me, your servant. <laughs> no. And he didn't say why. Friends, let me just stop here real quick. When God says no about something, it's no. He doesn't have to tell us why, okay? Our text says this, I will guide you and teach you, okay, with my eye. There's something about the weekend or something about, watch this, because I've only met this guy, you know, for a few hours over a course of a weekend, okay, him and his family. So there's something that's amiss here. I don't have to question God on it. Friends, when you can get to that place where you just take no as no and yes as yes, it's a great place to be. Don't question God on these things. The, re the, the mere fact that I lost my peace, I knew something was up. I absolutely knew something was up. So I, 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 I was like, Tracy, I, I'm going to have to write this guy back. You know, and so I'm writing the Dear John letter. I don't even remember the guy's name. I was like, Dear John, I am so grateful for the opportunity that you have afforded me. And, oh, it, it, you know, just I, basically I say, I can't do it. I prayed about it. And here's the thing, because he's in the ministry, I think he'll understand this. I prayed about it and God has, for some reason, God said no. Okay? As soon as I hit enter, guess what comes? Guess what enters into my life? Peace! I have my peace back. I have my joy back. I'm happy again. Meaning this, I could go, I can go to a pilot station, get a hot dog at a gas station, and I'm happy. Or a Slurpee for 55 cents in my refillable cup. Okay, it's not taking a lot to make me happy. And so I have the joy of the Lord back into my heart, and I'm ready to go again for round two. That's over. Water under the bridge. I'll never hear from this guy again because it was just a weekend that we met him at a campground, okay? But I get an email back. Here's what he says. He says, Matt, I also prayed way, way, way before I ever, ever emailed you. God told me to email you. He says this, you're not hearing God. And I thought to myself, oh, give me a break. You know what I'm saying? It's a spiritual war. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a battle of who heard God. Friends, let me just share this with you really carefully. It's not a battle. It's a matter of obedience. This was a test, okay? I had wanted to go to this water park resort for so long, okay? God told him to write. He didn't tell him I was going to go. He just said, you are to write him and invite him. He passed the test, okay? He passed the test by writing and inviting me. I passed the test by saying no. We were both right. He didn't understand that theology, okay? But I absolutely understand that theology. God is always sanding us, sifting us, molding us, okay, and conforming us. And here's the thing. He says, I will guide you with mine eyes, okay? I will teach you. I will instruct you. I don't have to question the wise anymore, okay? And sometimes I do. I don't want you to think Matt's super spiritual. He never asks why. Friends, I wish it was like that, okay? I oftentimes am asking why, but do I hear, yes, Lord. I, you know what I'm saying? God says no. That's all it is. If he wants to add unto no and give me a little explanation, greatly appreciated it, but he doesn't have to. He's God. I'm his creation. I'm just happy to be alive. I'm happy to be married, have a family, have this life to live, okay, until I go to heaven, okay? And so when God says no, it's no. When he says yes, it's yes. Friends, in Psalm 119, verse 105, it reads like this. Listen to this. It says this, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. A lot of times, 
times, here's the thing, God has already said yes to something and no to something, and you're like, well, really? Because I've been praying a lot, man. Here's the thing, he's already said it in his word. Meaning, if you're praying about something that God in his word has already addressed, and you know that it is no, you don't need to ask God. He's already said it in his word. God is never, watch this very carefully, guys, because I learned this the hard way. God isn't going to compromise his word and his truth just because you want to do something in your flesh. If God has said no in his word, okay, it's no. You don't need to pray about it. You just need, listen, you know what you need to do? And it's hard, friends. You need to man up and just say, I can't do that. I'm a man of integrity. I'm a man of God. I'm a child of the living God. Okay, you're saying I'm an heir to a throne. I am not going to do that when God's word says no. And then we move on Friends, from there. I know it's hard with all these decisions, especially there's so many things in life that are coming our way. What do we need? We need God. Okay, we need to be led by his Holy Spirit. But we need, watch this, we need wisdom. And it, wisdom just doesn't come. Friends, listen, listen, listen. There are some people that are as dumb as rocks out there. Why, man? Are you calling people stupid? I'm not, okay? God says if you ask for wisdom, he will give you wisdom. Listen to this in James chapter 1 and verse 5. It says, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously without reproach and it will be given to him. I don't know why every person in the man cave and every person who is a child of the living God doesn't ask for wisdom, discernment, understanding because God promises this. I will give it to you. I'll absolutely flood you. And friends, what wisdom is, is just knowing without knowing. He gives you such discernment, gives you direction. He's using wisdom, okay, to guide you, okay, in the path that he wants for your Back to life. our story about Wilderness of the Smokies, friends, let, let me tell you about this place. This place was a resort with swimming, with dining. I mean, it had arcade, it had bowling, it had everything. I mean, and right down the road, Dollywood, Gatlinburg. <laughs> You're saying it's a great time. But watch this, watch this. Immediately, did I did I consult God? No. Was it a mistake? Yeah. I, you know, because I would have seen a whole lot. I, it would have been so much better if I would have just told this guy right out front, you know, I don't have a piece about it. God said no, okay? Instead of me jumping forward. But friends, when you're in right relationship with God and you're moving forward, and listen very carefully because a lot of you are doing this. When you do make a bad decision, okay, like I did, God will immediately come back and help you. He's not leaving you. He's not abandoning you. Yes, I made a decision based on what I thought was the will of God for my life, Lord. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I really believe this was God, okay? And I moved forward without consulting God. But still, God's not abandoning me. He's not throwing me to the wolves. He's not throwing me into the lion's den or into the fiery furnace, okay? God loves me. His, he says this, I want to teach you. I want to instruct you. So here's the thing. He allows me to know by loss of peace, okay, that, hey, this isn't the right decision. As soon as I lost my peace, I go into prayer, okay? And then he shows me the direction. Friends, even if you make the wrong decision, because I don't want you to get crippled, okay? Because a lot of times people are absolutely crippled, and they can't even live in life. They can't move forward. They can't make any decisions. Friends, there's sometimes that we have to make decisions that quick. You have to use, watch this, if you know it compromises the Word of God, then the answer is no. But there's sometimes words kind of, you know, it's not compromising the Word of God. There's just a good, better, and best, meaning this. This is the best for you, but we might be settling for good or better. But God has something so in, uh, entirely larger and better for you, okay? And that's when we want to consult God. But if we don't consult God and you find yourself in a briar bush, okay? Here's the thing. Realize God will get you out of it. When you lose that peace, when you go back to God and say, God, I should have prayed first. He's not holding it against you. One prayer away from getting it right. How many times have you heard me say that on the man cave? Lord, forgive me. 
What would you have me to do? And again, he doesn't have to explain these different things to us, but when we do make mistakes, he's not getting rid of us. He loves us. He wants to guide us. He wants to help you in life. A lot of people, they don't rely on God. They don't trust God. And friends, if I had to give you one word that described the Christian walk, the Christian life, the Christian pilgrimage, it is nothing more than this, trusting God. He has your back. He has your best interest at heart. He wants to bless you, and he wants to help you in this life. And friends, with him, life is so much easier. Friends, I love reading the Psalms every single day if I can, okay? <laughs> listen, listen, because I'm always reading everything all over the Bible, but I always try to get in the Psalms. In Psalm 16, verses 7 and 8, it reads like this. It says this, I will bless the Lord who has counseled me. Indeed, my mind instructs me in the night. I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Again, it is God who is counseling us. What is he counseling us for? For life. To help us. To direct us. To guide us. To bless us. To favor us. To protect us. In the Psalms, in Psalm 31.3, it says this, and I love this Psalm. It says, for you are my rock and my fortress. Okay, meaning this, I'm hidden. I'm safe. Friends, is there anybody out there that doesn't want to be hidden and safe and feel secure? He says, you are my, my rock and my fortress. For your namesake, you will lead and guide me. What is this talking about? For your namesake. You're talking about God's namesake. It means this, that he's leading you and guiding you so you don't make uh, just trash up the world. Meaning this, make all these mistakes, make a mockery of God. Okay? He says, for his glory, he's guiding I just don't think you. a lot of people understand. It is for his glory that I succeed in this life. That I am salt and light. I'm all the things that he, he made me to be and that I can be in Christ, in abiding and resting, okay? He wants me to be successful, okay? Why? For his glory, for his honor. I mean, he doesn't want me beat up, washed out, tore up. The world's just taking a bite out of me. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want that. He wants me to live from victory to victory, from mountaintop to mountaintop, okay? He wants everything. He wants only the best for me. And I tell you what, men in the man cave, why don't we take God up on it? Why don't we go to God every single day? day, starting in the morning in prayer and with our Bibles open throughout the day praising Him. And when we come to those situations that we think we haven't handled, why don't we run it just by God one time? Lord, I'm doing this, but what do you think before I do this? Friends, you might be surprised of all the things that He stopped me in my tracks only to realize heartache, pain, suffering if I moved down that road without him. And he said, don't do it. And I thought—I really thought I had a handle. I really thought I knew what I was doing, but I absolutely didn't know. I didn't have all the pieces to the puzzle, but he did, okay? And friends, I, I got to the point where I got to trust God. I was like, it doesn't make sense to me why he would say no, because from my eyesight, from the circumstances, from what I'm reasoning and seeing in my intellect, this looks like the way to go. But when God says no, it's no. But watch this is just as well. When God says yes, you may not see anything there. You're like, this doesn't look like this is going to work out at all. But when God says yes, move forward in that security, in the faith, and the trust that God knows what he's talking about. Hey, hope this helped you out. Hey, this is Matt from the Man Cave.